0: King Cam with podcast and Juvay News message. I am glad that you guys are here one more time. This is Friday, um, yeah, uh, and it's about to rain, so I'm trying to get get uh, down to the business. But I'm glad that you guys are here. Um, much love to all those who are following, who are listening. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We are on every platform, almost everywhere. Uh, but I am glad that you guys are here. Um shout out to uh the Ellis County African-American uh Hall of Fame Museum. Uh shout out to uh, Peachy Cam Events and Designs, Irie, uh Foods and everything, Pan african Bookstore. Uh really appreciate you guys. Um, much love to the fam. All right. Uh but without any further ado, let's get down to the business. I am very excited about this information. Uh I have read this book quite a few times, but Seem like every time I read it, I read something, I get something new. So let's get down to the business. All right, let's go. All right, we are in session six. This is night school. I hope you brought the school supplies. If not, uh, you need to get it. Get your pen, paper, something to write on, something to write with. I am uh, once again glad that you guys are here, hanging with me one more time on the King Cam Jumbe podcast. Uh, Remember this, we are in chapter three. This is the last part. Chapter three in this book, The Lost Cities of Africa, was very, very busy. It was very heavy. And so we're going to finalize this chapter on today. And uh, we're going to ask about what about the other cities? That's the message today. What about the other states and cities in Africa? the Bill of Sudan. What about the other places? Yeah. All right. This course is an introduction to African history geared just for you. It is designed to foster a life of learning. Okay? I understand that we have our beloved uh Dr. John Henry Clark, we have uh Dr. Joy, we have Shahrazad, we have many, many others, Dr. Ben and so many others, uh, this kind of gets you ready for them. This is like as if you have never ever listened to anything on YouTube or follow anybody. This is just an introduction, okay? This is like African history 101, right? All right, so we can do this once a week. We go over a few readings on the continent and a lot of people, the reason why I'm doing this segment uh, or this this concept is because a lot of people ask, are there any other civilizations in Africa outside of Kemet? I have an answer for you, but we're going to use this little map here. There are so many regions. We just picked so many sub-regions in Africa, Northern Africa, West, Central, Eastern, Southern. So many cities, so many civilizations in the continent. We just can't name one, and we just can't stop at one, but I believe the Lost Cities of Africa by Basil Davidson. He covers it pretty well. If you haven't got the book, check it out. Let's go to the library. Um, I don't think it's a PDF format. I don't think so. I got the good old uh, copy. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's all used up. But get you one. Alright? Check it out. But I think Basil Davidson, even though I may not agree with everything he says, he... um. He's pretty thorough, okay. Uh, he he traverses Africa in a comprehensive way, okay. So he kind of groups everybody or by location, by region. All right. So remember last week we asked the question: What is Umjumbe? Do you remember? I kind of gave you the answer, but we're gonna we're gonna see what is Umjumbe. We talked about that last week. What is that? And what is Harambe? Talked about that last week. If you have not seen that video or listened to that podcast, uh, check it out. But you know why we're here. We're here to identify and discuss the major concepts of the books entitled The Lost Cities of Africa in chapter three. Here are the main questions or the essential questions we're gonna try to answer. Uh, Were there any other cities or empires outside of Ghana, Mali, and Songhai? Normally when we talk about West Africa, when we talk about the, the um, medieval West Africa, we normally hang our hat or just pause at Ghana, Mali, and Songhai. I have learned some other things. I've I, I realized there was, there was people, there were c- cities and civilizations in between that. You know, there was Mali and Songhai and Ghana on the far western end, but there were some places in between. Who were they? Where were they? Yeah? All right, did they use a different script to communicate? That is part, that's the definition of civilization, okay? Having a written language, that's part of it, all right? And did you know about the small crown jewel? the Ham? one. Let's get to it, all right? Now, we're we still in the kingdoms of old Sudan. The Bilal Sudan or is the land of the Blacks term used by the Arab travelers who wrote about this region. In this chapter, it simply meant western Sudan or west of Sudan. It spans 4,000 miles, beginning at the country of Sudan, from Sudan to Mali. Uh, That is a lot. You could put the United States in that space and you still have room. That is vast. That is mind-blowing. All right? But now, let's get down to it. Chapter three, he highlights. This is the latter part of chapter three where Basil Davidson... He highlights the Sao and Kanem. Okay? The Sal and Kanem. And according to Dave, uh, Davidson, the other states and cities underwent gradual transformation. So we had, um, I'm sorry, skipping all over the place, but there were, um, like I mentioned, there was other cities outside of Ghana, Mali, Songhai. According to Davidson, other states and cities underwent gradual transformation. Um, families joined together, the Mandinga, the Songhai. Um, the house estates formed in northern Nigeria. Shout out to House of Land, Kano, many others. Um they became uh families, became cities, and they just developed. And what happened? The K-A-N-E-M would e- emerge. K-A, I'm gonna spell the Kenem. I may be mispronouncing it. You know, help me out, fam. K-A-N-E-M would emerge. This group would emerge in in a in it's it's a Crazy area. It's not far west over there, but it's not far east over in the Sudan. It's they're right in the middle. Okay? They're they're around the Chad area, northern Cameroon, northern Nigeria. Man, it's a, it's it's like they're they're the go-between. they was the in-between people. Okay, but they can stand on their own. Shout out to them. Much love to them. Uh the Canaan was the largest of the many states its origins would go back to the same period as the Songhai. So they kind of um, rose and fell about the same time. Uh, and this is on page 104 in the book, okay? Uh, and so the then the Bornu the Bornu was to see Kanem as a powerhouse in the area. So you normally hear them um, interchangeably. They, nowadays, Kanem uh, Barnu is a state, a recognized state. And so um, we have to give them their due. And so Kanem is largest than many states. Uh, they go back to Songhai and, and they are located right between Sudan and Mali in, in Nigeria. They're in Chad, the Northern Nigeria and Cameroon. They're right there in the middle. Okay, pretty interesting. Okay, now. We have the Kenem, and then we also have the Sao civilization who are they they lived along lake chad the Sao and lake chad became the bridge that connected the nile valley civilization to the west empires they were not these people and places were not isolated they were not by themselves that this if if people ever want to know how the the Nile Valley civilization and culture traversed across the continent, or even how Western civilization and culture, because we talked about uh, the ancient people that lived in Nigeria and those areas, and how they would move back and forth. Uh, This was the place. Late Chad, okay? The South civilization, okay? Now, they did some excavations in that area. They did some digging. Of course, while everybody was fighting, the French people decided to do some finessing. Okay, did you hear what it said? <laughs> yeah. While they was out there fighting, you know, the French was finessing. Okay? They call it excavation, they call it discovery. I don't, mm, you know. You should have been busy fighting in World War II during the 1930s and 40s, but you know, I digress. but mm, not my business. But they found between the Nile River and the jur the successors of the uh, south called the Kotoko, the Kotoko people, or the Kotoko civilization. Why are they important? Why was why were they a big deal? Uh, the Kotoko wrote in their own language with an Arabic script. This is the thing that caught my attention. Yes, I, like I said, I read this. And, and and you know, I studied and things like that, but this was like a wild thing for me. Because most of the time we would use another language and that would be our language. That is an ingenious thing to do. To fuse your own language in the middle of another language. But then when I think about it, why did why did they do that? Why did the cultivator people um decide to put place their language in another language did they realize change was coming was it because of um rebellion was it because of uh, oppression y'all tell me think about it why did they do that y'all can tell me y'all can you know comment down below uh share out uh what do you think all right, family that lives out there, much love to the family that's out there. Uh, what do you think? Okay. And I do, I, the funny part is when I think about the African American experience, when we uh, have been through things, when we have gone through things, and we have tried, we have expressed ourselves even using someone else's language. We call it slang. we call it street talk, we call it ebonics or whatever but we would make new meanings with the words that are given to us. <laughs> just a thought, you know, just thinking about it, but it's brilliant though. Nonetheless, they put their own language in Arabic script. You know, I want to see this. I, you know, I haven't been able to find it in, in this time, but um, I'm hopefully I'll be able to check it out. All right, the Cultico people, shout out. All right, now. Also, the Kanem Empire was associated with the rule of the Sifua dynasty. Okay? So, we have to understand, Kemet was not the only place that had had dynasties. Kemet wasn't the only place. There were so many other dynasties in and around the continent that, you know, you, you couldn't just count one, it was many. So, the Kanem Empire was associated with the rule of the Safuwa dynasty. They had their own way of governing themselves. themselves. They had what they call a great council, okay? The great council were 12 principal officers of the empires who um, discussed and applied the more important decision of the ruling uh, sultan, okay? But why, what does that teach us? You know, as leaders, I know you guys are leaders in your various industries, various areas. What does this idea of having other people uh, do um, do some great work for you? No, we're not talking about meeting your task like you just copy and paper. No, no, we're talking about delegation. We can't do it all by ourselves. And this is the wisdom that our African people, our African ancestors have given us. We see it all the time. So many people in our jobs, in our various industries get burnt out. Why? Because they don't know how to delegate. There's somebody talented in that area. You need that work done. Give it to them. It's not taking anything away from you. It's not taking no power away from you. Yeah, I am the department chair uh, for my uh, my beloved social studies department. There's some things I know I cannot do. I, uh, I am straight pen and paper type. I am, that's what that is. But I have some wonderful teachers that are tech savvy and they can run it. And all you need is a QR code. I said, show us and they do it. See, takes nothing away. Okay, it, it adds value to what you're doing. So if you guys have your own business, if you guys are or even running your own organizations, seek out people who are talented in various areas, especially things that you need to get done. Okay, so when it took you a year to get done, it may take you less than six months. Okay, but you're still a leader because the reality is, let me pause for a minute. Real leaders make leaders, okay? Not other followers. I'm just saying, you know, I, I know this is Friday. I know uh, we're trying to get down the get down. But the <laughs> but the reality is real leaders make leaders. They do not make other followers. Because in a minute, I have to step down. And I have to find somebody that, that is just, that is better than me and do it way uh, at a higher level than I can ever think of. You see what I'm saying? So, real leaders make leaders, and this is what the Kanem Empire and so many other African leaders done uh, during this time. They had a council. We had our own form of democracy, okay? We had our own way of seeing to the needs of the people they had a great council. Some, some. You guys seen the Black Panther, the, the first one? But they they had a council. The elders came. Yes, there was a king. However, the king consulted with the elders of the community. Hmm. So, so that's what Kanim Empire uh, was doing. And let's get to a further east. We're still in the Bilad Sudan. We're still traveling. Okay, we're still moving. But we're going eastward because I'm noticing a pattern. See, Davidson moves further east into the edge of the Belalu Sudan to talk about what place Defer. He started, he started at the west west coast, Mali, Senegal. Then he gradually brought us over through this book to Sudan. Defer. Where is that? Where is that? That's the western uh, Sudan close to Chad. Right at the edge. Right there where East meets West for real. (laughs) So this is a place that one can conclude that the life and culture of East Africa was connected to West Africa through where? The fur. It was so many bridges, but this was one of those connecting points. Okay, while Europe was enduring the water roses, the lands between Niger and the Nile were not disturbed. While they were throwing hands, and everything up there up north, the people, Africans, was being African. And I love it. I love it, okay? And so we have to get back to that. We have to love ourselves and handle our own business and stay out of the vote. okay? You know, we we have great things that we have to do. But yes, the fur is at the far edge of Sudan, right close to Chad, right there. Now, keep in mind, 300 years before the 16th century, caravans traveled back and forth between the Nile and the Niger This is, this was a thing. They did it and they did it well, still doing it. There are also, now, let me pause. There are also Christian kingdoms in the middle of the Nile during this time. Okay, we have to, we have to understand Everybody were, was not under the Islamic uh, faith or, say, under the natural African customs. They There were Christian kingdoms during this time. Gotta bust some of your bubble. It, you know, I read it and they were there. But this is amazing, um, you know, uh, like I said, this is an amazing concept about this. Because which Christian kings was out there? They were in Nubia. Christian kingdoms of Nubia, uh, such as Makuria. They built chapels and tabernacles all along the Nile in Sudan. Still exist. Still exist. Okay? And so before Sudan was overwhelmed by Islam, the Nubians of the Nile were Christian, but African Christians. African Christians, they have their own theology, their own semin- uh, seminaries before Rome, before Martin Luther, before uh, John Piper, before um, uh, Calvin, before Calvinism, before all this. These people, these Africans have their own theology, their own seminaries before Rome or the, uh, or the or Orthodox Church. Egyptian Coptic Church, the Egyptian Coptic Church, and the Ethiopian Orthodox Tewahedo Church. Shout out to the fam in East Africa. They, they've been doing this. They've been doing this thousands of years before uh, Greece and Rome was doing it. I mean, before who else? Uh, Italy, before Germany and all them camps. You know? So, it's okay, you know. A, really, it is. Okay, I'm just letting folks know. Um, there, were, there was a form of African Christianity untainted by the Europeans. Did some work on it. There is a book on it. Uh, I got to find it. Uh, book um, God, by Salim Farji. He he did a great work on the triumph of the last pharaoh concerning uh, Christianity in Nubia by Salim Farji. He did a great work on that shout out to him all right so moving on now what were the lost cities we're almost done what were the lost cities um uh, the city of jabril uri is one of the largest of the lost cities according to basil davidson one of the largest of the lost cities of africa lost cities i have never heard of jabril uri never heard of this place I would like to believe though, I would like to believe, I think it's called Bahir al-Jabal now. Bahir Bahir al-Jabal, I think that is, that's in the white now in Sudan. I think that's what it's called now, okay? And the small crown jewel is Ain Farah. All these places are found in Sudan. These are some of those lost cities. I heard of Ghana. I heard of Mali, I heard of Songhai, Kanembarno, you know, I'm just now getting, you know, getting an understanding of that. But Bahir al-Jabal and Ain Farah, never heard of this place. Learn something new every day. Learn something new every day. All right? So, this is the King Cam Jubay's podcast. And means message we just got done with chapter three, the Old Kingdom for the Old Sudan. What about the other cities? Now it does end. West the Belalu Sudan. This, this this chapter ends with, of course, the uh invasion of the foreigners. Uh it ended, of course, that was the Moors, the stories of the Moors, and many others. Course, but those were things that I believe that was like common knowledge. But I wanted to highlight some things that we all that was new to ev- almost everyone. Okay? So we talked about the other cities outside of Ghana, Mali, and Songhai. We talked about them. So let's recap. Okay, were there any other cities or empires outside of Ghana, Mali, and Songhai? You sure were. We always, we, when we think about West Africa, medieval West Africa, African em- empires of the West, we normally name them, but we just got some new ones. You know, we got some new cards on the deck. We got Kanem, Barno and the sow people okay I did give you the answer but you know <laughs> I'm, i like this too right did they use a different script to communicate did, they did but which group did it all right did they use a different script to communicate and do you did you did you know about the small crown jewel all right you got a comment you know, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, all the good stuff. All right. But what's next? What's next? Next week, we will discuss chapter four. We're going to get into Central Africa now. Chapter four. Let's get down with it. And for more on the Sudan, check out Home Team. Sankofa Pan-African Series is really good. Okay. Very good. Very good. Uh, I love them um books with Al-Ghazali and AE learning great youtube videos great uh great information very knowledgeable people uh and reach out for okay and prayers let's pray for peace and unity and stability for our family in the Sahel region y'all yeah i know attention has been our, our attention has been hijacked with other groups of people everywhere else, but our family, the house of the Tuareg, Filani, um, the Bambara, Mandinga, many others, they are, they're still going through it. And much love to the family out there in Ethiopia, the Amhara is going through it, okay? But we have to unite, y'all. We have to love each other and take care of each other, all right? So, um, Really quick, uh, this show, King Cam and Podcast and Jumbe Lee's message. This show has been brought to you by all the fam. Uh, goodness, um, the you know uh, Peachy Cam Events and Designs, uh, Pan African Bookstore, and the Ellis County African American Hall of Fame and Museum. Uh, much love to all of them, and Kimet Nubia Camp. Shout out to them and. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. We are available in every platform, in every uh, space. Uh, so I uh, thank you guys for that, and um, and I hope all is well with you. And I have no other words to say. I'm like I would tell my students. I am done saying words, and uh, I will talk to you guys later. Peace.